In this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, we are looking at advertisement ideas for mortgage brokers. That is right. The ways that you can grow your impact and income and sell more products. Now, this is part of the mortgage, the 80 plus mortgage marketing tip series, which we are rolling on through on here. If you haven't checked out our previous episodes, please do on this one. But that is all about focusing on all ways that mortgage brokers can level up their own brands and use different ways to in increase their impact and income. That's exactly what we're going to focus on. We're going to run the intro. And we're going to dive deep into advertisement. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's, let's dive, dive straight, straight into, into it. it. So let's dive straight into the advertisement ideas for mortgage brokers. Now, advertisement and like like running ads, we're going to be looking at things like that. Running ads on you know online, we're going to be looking at things traditional advertising because. This whole series that I have created, the, the idea behind the series is to create something that is giving you an overview of exactly what you can use and what you need as brokers. Because marketing is a broad topic. And as a mortgage marketing coach, my job is to teach you how to, yes, use the main channels like you know social media, content marketing, but also to utilize behavioral psychology and using traditional marketing methods as well and things that we potentially haven't looked at before. And so this this episode is looking at those ads that we all hear about. Now, let's dive into the very first thing. One of the ones to look at is setting up Google ads. Everyone loves a good old Google ad. I mean, I I am not like, I, I, I struggle with ads. I do use them, but I really struggle with them. But they are really good. Using Google ads is a great way, if you know how to use them correctly, um, to target your ideal customer there are some amazing people out there, by the way, that do this very well. For example, in the mortgage space, David Miles, probably one of my favorite Google ads people. Dan Reddish is also very good with Google ads. But David Miles is by far, in my opinion, the best Google ads guy for this. These are really, really good because they target, and he's been on the show, by the way, he's been on the podcast. Um, and they target the the right people. So they're, they're specific problems. You can set up a Google ad campaign and use that. So really good idea. If you're looking to run ads, think about Google ads could be a good one. Again, the next one to think about, and this is again, not my wheelhouse. I'm going to tell you people in this who I rate for this episode, but you need to know about it. And then I'm going to say, I think these people are really good. Check them out. Um, so the next one is setting up Facebook ads. Facebook ads, again, Facebook ads are the same as Instagram ads, they link together. These are people who are using social media and they're going to find these ads all the time. Now, Facebook ads are very, very good if you know your ideal client and your targeting is right. And then you've got a sequence and, the, and it's retargeting. And there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on behind this. Dan Reddish, in my opinion, is probably the best guy for Facebook ads that I've worked with in the mortgage space. He's super good at this stuff. I've worked with him on the New Age Advisor program and he is really good with Facebook ads. And, and his clients have had some awesome results with Facebook ads. So Facebook ads is something to consider. Again, all of these ads to remember as we go through the advertisement sector of things is that it's expensive if you want to do it right. It is expensive. Ads are not cheap. They do not just press a button and they're licensed to print money, which people think they are. They're really not. They take a lot of skill and a lot of effort. And if you don't know how to apply that or realistically pay someone to do it for you, you're going to spend a lot of time learning things that are very difficult to do. So make sure you do, if you are going to do ads, 
I will be, I'm bringing on these guys again, like all the people who I'm talking here to talk about this stuff because it's very important. But if you are going to do ads, make sure that you, you get the right people in to do them. Next one is YouTube ads. So YouTube pre-rolls and mid-rolls are things you can do. That is where if you watch YouTube, an advert comes up in front, in the middle of it. We've all seen it, the skippable ads and then the non-skippables. Really good if you've got your targeting again right. So it all comes down to, and you might have checked out the episode previously on mine about niches and stuff. It all comes down to you knowing your ideal client, your target market. If you know who your ideal client is, you know who you're trying to reach, then you can reach them on any social platform using that, you know, this these these ads. You can use that, but you've got to know who your audience is. Without that, this whole section of the 80 plus marketing, mortgage marketing tips. They won't work. And that's why many ads fail because people are spending loads of time on things they think is going to be like a license to print money and it's just not. But Google, YouTube ads, really good. I know Dan Reddish has been playing around with these. I know um, that I, th I think Gary Das has played around with these as well. So there's some good people out there in the industry who've been using YouTube ads. I think you'll probably find YouTube ads will become more prominent. Um, we're not talking about LinkedIn ads today because they kind of suck. Um, but YouTube ads, I think, will become more prominent. LinkedIn ads, I don't think will, but YouTube will over the next few years as brokers because it's they are becoming more, people know them more. You know, it was very much Facebook ads and Google ads, and now we're getting that, you know, that the, 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 um, definitely now I think YouTube is going to push that forward. Now we can move into the type of stuff I am, like, I've, I've drawn attention to the ones I know about, but people need to see them. Now I'm going to draw attention to the ones I actually know and have seen work before very well myself. And that is, we need to look at like traditional marketing. So niche print media, that's really good. So concept, this is content marketing again. So we're back into my wheelhouse after I've told all these great people that you should check out. Now, the print media, people think with me, they think I'm all about social. And actually, this is something that's a misconception. People think that when when they talk to me, they're like, Ash is a social media marketing guy. And I'm actually not. I'm a, I'm a marketing coach. Really, I'm a content marketing coach and a social selling coach. That's the idea. It's like personal branding, content marketing, social selling. Smash that together. That's what I do. And that is because this stuff here, this stuff is very important because niche print media, print media is not dead if you have the right niche. If you know that your target market is in a localized area or they are in a specific magazine or in a specific print, oh my gosh, you should definitely be targeting them. You definitely should be marketing in those because they are very powerful. And they're also usually quite cheap now because they're not, they're not valued in the same way, but they're good. Your goal as a broker should be with, with marketing should be to be everywhere. It's not just about being ever online. The idea, my favorite firms to work with, I mean, I love working with all different levels of firms. My favorite type of advisors, I love working with advisors who have got really great in-person traditional marketing, and then we're just transferring that over into a digital world. So now everywhere I look in the real world, you're there, and everywhere I look online, you're there. That's where we get the best results. They are the best ones because you're visibly visible everywhere. So niche print media, localized print media, very powerful doesn't work on a national scale because it's just too big. It's just too big. When you're like, and that's the thing, like when people run TV ads, it doesn't really work, but running like TV ads locally, probably not a great idea, but like running, you know, um, local newspapers, specific niche newspapers, um, 
they are really good, like really good if done right. But it all comes down to very similar to your online ads. You need to know your audiences and you need to know, okay, I know they're going to be hanging out there. But do you think you, it's something to think about? That's things like, you know, print media. That's things like leaflet dropping, things like that. Now, if you want to get good leaflets and things like that designed, this is where I've seen the print, print media done really well with social for brokers, Chris Target. So me and Chris are good friends and I love, he's coming on the show again. He's been on the show loads. I love Chris and Chris, he has design stuff for clients of mine like Rebus where they've got like adverts printed like on the streets. Amazing. So print media, definitely worth a consideration, but get it good, get it designed well. And then the other one I want to talk about is local sponsorship. So if you are a local broker, sponsoring your local school fate, your local, um, your local sports team, so football, rugby, hockey, whatever. This is big. It's very, very powerful. Don't underestimate that. And that's something that I'm bringing into this episode because I think people think often with me, I'm just all about digital and it's not. Like spot, like there's a guy that's local to me who was an estate agent called Matt Giggs. And Matt Giggs came in and it practically took over the entire local area within a year because he did that he did local takedown. He just became everywhere. Everywhere you looked, he was there. He was online, but he was everywhere on in real life. He's, he realized that it's all about reciprocity and social social interaction and social selling. People like them. If he sponsors their kids' football team, they'll go and use him. If he sponsors their kids' hockey team, they'll go and use him. If he sponsors the school fate, they will use him. It was mega. And it's an advertisement cost. It does cost money, but it absolutely brings in the sales. It hugely racks up the sales. And guess what? You don't have to jump in front of the camera at all. You don't have to stand in front of a camera and record anything to do this, which for some of you guys out there is absolutely terrifying, the idea of being on a camera. So this is a really good point that not many people are talking about, which is, you know, local sponsorship is massive. If I was a local broker now, I'd be all over local sponsorship, all over it, like an absolute rash. You very much need to think about that one. The other one to look at as well is recommended partners. So are you advertising on other recommended partners' websites and their their flyers and things? For example, if you are an estate agent, no, you're not an estate agent. If you're a broker, sorry, of course you're a broker. What well, estate agents don't really listen to this. Actually, I bet you they do, ones who are thinking about becoming brokers. <laughs> um, but if you're, you know, if you're a broker and then there's an estate agent and they're sending out flyers. If you're an introducer with them, get recommended. By, say, can I put my logo on the bottom and say these are a recommended provider that we do and, and promote with them? A success by association. Very, very powerful. Having recommended partners, being on recommended partner but like pages on websites, that's another form of advertising. That, again, is overlooked. Now, the whole idea of this, just to give you kind of a takeaway before we tell you what's coming next, is... The, the whole idea of this stuff is that you're not trying to do all of it. You just got to pick one, do it well, and then add another one and do it well. And, add, and that's the whole idea of this mark, these 80 marketing tips is to unpack all of them and go, these are all the options you have. You can do so many things. I just sat down writing down options going, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. That's how it ended up. I ended up writing down like well over 80 and going, okay, I should probably do these top level and share them with advisors because there's so many options out there. So when people go, I don't know what to do, it's like, Pick one that you like and then go after that. And once that becomes habit and second nature, add another one and add another one. And eventually, of course, I mean, the the, the most amazing company in the world probably doing all of them. But that probably take you 
a decade to two decades to do. So just think about, you know, if you'd like, if one of this stuff resonates with you, you're like, yeah, I'll give that a go and try it. That's the whole idea. Up next, we're going to be looking at networking. So that's going to be the next part of the 80 marketing tip, mortgage marketing tips is networking, how you can use things like BNI, how you can use things like podcasts and stuff to grow your network and create more introducers and get more, more, you know, leads coming through, through networking. So be sure to check that one out. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now.